Hi, I'm Charlie Chen. In today's podcast, we are going to be exploring and challenging five common myths when it comes to climate change. I would like to acknowledge that I am making this podcast on the unceded territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. Here are five things people who are not sure that climate change is human-caused might say. Number one, climate has changed before and will continue to change. Number two, this winter was freezing. We could use a little global warming. Number three, there is no consensus. I heard this one scientist on the news say that the earth has started cooling. Number four, the temperature record is unreliable. And number five, They used to say we had to worry about global cooling, and now it's global warming. They can't make up their minds. Keep listening to find out what is wrong with these comments and what the climate science actually shows. Before we start talking about climate change, we need to understand the difference between weather and climate. Weather and climate are both concerned with environmental factors such as temperature, precipitation, humidity, wind speed, and direction. However, weather is measured in the short term, like minutes, days, and weeks, while climate is about average trends, showing an overall or typical weather pattern over the long term, for example, 30 years. Weather is something that people observe every day where they live. Weather is forecasted with the help of satellites, but it is not always accurate, mainly because weather can change quickly. However, weather occurs within a range of conditions defined by the area's general climate. In Neil deGrasse Tyson's YouTube video about climate and weather, him walking in a straight line along the beach represents the average straight line of climate, while the line his dog creates running back and forth on a short leash represents the unpredictable fluctuations of weather within a certain range, which is climate. I think this is a really good way to illustrate the difference between climate and weather. Human activities such as agriculture and industry can change the weather and, over the long term, the climate of a region. For example, when forests are cleared for agriculture, that changes the levels of humidity in the region and it rains less. Pollution from burning fossil fuels like coal and gas reduces air quality and visibility, which affects air, water, and all living things. High amounts of CO2 entering the atmosphere trap more heat around the earth and cause climate change all around the world. Human-caused climate change is one of the top global issues right now, and yet some people still find it hard to believe that climate change is actually happening or that it's a problem. Because the increments of increase in global temperature are measured in tenths of degrees, it doesn't seem like a big deal. 
One of the reasons scientists started using the term climate change instead of global warming was because constantly talking about warming by one degree doesn't seem like a big issue to the public. But in reality, global temperatures rising by one degree will cause a lot of problems. Let's start addressing the reality behind some of those climate change denial arguments. Climate has changed before and will continue to change. This is a true statement. Climate has always changed due to factors like fluctuating amounts of sunlight due to changes in Earth's orbit, or large volcanoes releasing large quantities of ash that block the sun. However, according to a 2016 study in Nature Geoscience, the rate of temperature rise right now is the fastest it has ever been in the last 66 million years. In fact, the rate of temperature rise is 10 times faster than it was during the last mass extinction on Earth. The spike in global warming that has happened since the 1800s is most unanimously believed to be caused by the release of greenhouse gases into the atmosphere, especially CO2. Therefore, trying to write off climate change as just a natural phenomenon doesn't work because the simple argument doesn't take into account the rate of change of temperature, which has drastically increased over the last 200 years. Last winter was freezing, we could use a little global warming. Most people who live in North America have to endure long, cold winter seasons. Only some southern states like California, Florida, Arizona, and Texas don't experience much cold weather, even during the winter. And for most people, winter is their least favorite season because of the cold, snow, and rain. Summer, on the other hand, is usually when people enjoy themselves the most because it's sunny and warm. Therefore, it can be tempting to think that climate change is okay because it'll save you from shoveling snow. You could even think that the winter season and cold places on Earth means that there's no global warming. The truth is that it's still possible to experience cold in winters while climate change is happening, as global warming does not prohibit cold. What is happening instead is that the cold is starting to become less intense and less likely, and that winter is starting to be a little less wintry overall. There is no consensus. I heard this one scientist on the news say that the Earth has started cooling. This type of argument illustrates something called the consensus gap. According to a 2014 article in The Guardian entitled, Why We Need to Talk About the Scientific Consensus on Climate Change, 97% of scientists believe that climate change is caused by humans, but public perception is that only 55% of climate scientists agree about the causes of global warming. The reason for the difference in the 97% of scientists who are part of the consensus and the public believing that only 55% of scientists agree is because of an information deficit or misinformation surplus and a cultural bias, including political ideology. The purpose of the article was to point out the arguments for and against consensus messaging, which means spending more energy on advertising the 97% consensus. 
Regular people rely on expert opinion when it comes to complex scientific issues. So when they know most scientists agree on a certain issue, they are more likely to believe it and take action if necessary. Some people don't think it's right to use consensus messaging and the scientific evidence is all the proof people should need to make up their minds about something. The person who used the above argument, there is no consensus, is a good example of someone who probably doesn't realize that 97% of scientists actually do agree that climate change is human-caused. temperature record is unreliable. Temperature records are kept by many independent scientific bodies around the world, and the truth is that their data is consistent with each other. It would be reasonable to worry that something is unreliable if it was only coming from one or two sources, but because it's organizations like the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, or NASA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA, the UK Meteorological Service, the Japanese Meteorological Service, and of course, Environment and Climate Change Canada, that's enough variety in qualified scientists taking measurements and making observations to show the information is objective. The other thing is that there is something called the urban heat island effect, which is when large cities heat up the local atmosphere, so people think this can skew temperature records. The fact is that the urban heat island effect is factored in by scientists, and even though cities do tend to be warmer, the warming trend is still very similar to rural areas. They used to say we had to worry about global cooling, but now it's global warming. They can't make up their minds. Apparently, during the 1970s, there were often headlines about an ice age that was on its way. Time magazine published cover stories such as The Big Freeze in 1973, How to Survive the Coming Ice Age in 1977, and The Cooling of America in 1979. At that point, climate science had just started to develop and there were many studies and articles published both about climate warming and cooling. The reality is that even at that point, most of the research was pointing towards climate warming, but the media picked up on the small number of articles about climate cooling because it was more scary and dramatic, making people think they were going to freeze to death. There are also powerful interest groups, especially organizations involved with fossil fuels, who have always wanted the public to doubt that climate change is human-caused because they didn't want to have their industry limited by climate protections. Over the past 50 years, there has been so much more research done to show the link between human activity and global warming, so any doubt that was left over from the 1970s should be resolved by now. Climate change and global warming have always seemed like a pretty sure thing for me. What I know about climate change is that people have been messing it up really badly for about 200 years now, and my generation is going to have to be in charge of figuring out how to reverse the damage. Thanks a lot. 
I never really heard a lot of arguments that deny human activity is causing climate change, so it's a bit surprising for me to learn about these arguments against something I always just thought was true. At the same time, by exploring the reasons why people might deny climate change, it was a good opportunity to more deeply understand the science between what is actually happening with our global climate. I hope you enjoyed listening to my podcast on climate change. Bye!